Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm really excited to sit down because with this week's guest because I sat down with him, oh man, maybe about a year ago now, and we talked all about vertical video the last time we talked. And man, so much can change in a year because now we are going to be talking all about AI. And I feel like this has been the, the buzzword of 2023 AI. And my guest today is Austin Armstrong. He and I have had the opportunity to sit down on Rocky Mountain Marketing before. We've gotten the opportunity to hang out in real life in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World. And Austin, he was actually a huge part of Michael Stelzner's keynote presentation just because of the way Austin has been showing up on social media and driving conversations and asking those viral questions and really kind of pushing pushing the boundaries as far as content creation. So he's been everywhere this year. He's, he, he really was blown up on TikTok, but now he will even say himself that Facebook has probably been his biggest platform for growth. And a lot of it is because of the way he's showing up and utilizing e- AI and talking about stacking different AI tools. And that's what we're going to get into today. So Austin, thank you so much for coming back on to Rocky Mountain Marketing one more time. Katie, thank you so much for having me on. It's always a privilege, always a pleasure. Every time I get to chat with you, I learn something and I'm inspired. So I just love having these conversations and it's good to be back. Well, and and like I said, last time we talked all about, you know, how you've built your audience over on TikTok and really blown up over there. But you know, I, I mentioned it when I was introducing you. It, Michael Stelzner was talking about how you've been growing over on Facebook, and a lot of people have been writing Facebook off as saying, like, oh, Facebook is dead. Only old people use Facebook. But you, I, you definitely will be the one to say, actually, it's still alive and well. Yeah, uh, what a crazy year it's been in Facebook and, <laughs> and social media land in, in general. Um, I, I just... I love the state of social right now because like, I've been doing this for like 18 years. Uh, so I've I been know. in the social game since MySpace. And like it was stagnant for a while until like TikTok like, kicked the industry in its butt and like forced innovation. And it feels like the last four years have just been a freaking whirlwind of new things, uh, exponential growth, the introduction of AI tools to the mass public. And yeah, Facebook uh, is, you know, they, they are absolutely my number one platform right now. And it came out of nowhere. I mean, I had um, two, like a year and a half ago, two years ago, I had, I think, 5,000 friends and followers on, on Facebook, um, which was just the amount of people that I was connected with. And um, quite honestly, largely a lot of them were from like old games like Farmville and uh, and uh, Castle Age or something. Um, and I it wasn't Farmville. a marketing platform. <laughs> 
but uh, that's a that's a deep cut shout out there. <laughs> but they they rolled out um, a couple algorithm updates uh, about a year ago that really just changed everything. I mean, they they rolled out uh, Facebook Reels, which are native, uh, and it's not Instagram Reels. And I still I still think this is something that people don't understand. Like yeah, you have the option when uploading an Instagram reel to also share to Facebook. Uh, but if you just natively upload uh, onto Facebook through the mobile app as a reel, you w it hits a different algorithm and it 100% will reach more people more often and, and consistently. And so as soon as, and they rolled out, yeah, professional mode, which um, basically turns your personal profile, not a page, uh, into like a page. So you have advanced analytics, uh, you can see uh, individual post insights, uh, you can monetize your profile as well. Uh, basically everything that's been available on Facebook pages is now available on personal profiles uh, as long as you switch over to professional mode. And Austin, oh, I was going to say, I, I love the fact that you say that you're, you're you've gone all in on Facebook and, and that you did talk about Facebook reels because so many people are like, Oh, well I have the toggle on Instagram to share yeah. from Instagram over to Facebook, but really it's, it's one extra step and there's tools out there uh, like repurpose.io that you can use so that you are publishing natively to these platforms. Yeah. And, and I've been in the game since, since MySpace too. And I, I think that Almost when TikTok came out, you know, it was Musical.ly before and then turned into TikTok and it was all just kids, quote unquote, that were on TikTok. And then COVID happened and we had nothing else to do except for make videos around our houses. And so that's when TikTok exploded. And I really think it gave the rest of these social media giants a kick in the butt and said, like, yeah. people want to shake things up. They're tired of the farm bill and just checking status updates. <laughs> we want more. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I think that, too, I love hearing you say that uh, Facebook is is not a, something to sleep on because I think you, you have, like, what, like 800,000 TikTok fans or followers, and you're sitting here saying, like, don't sleep on Facebook. Yeah, it took me four years to hit 800,000 followers on TikTok, and it took 12 months to hit 800,000 followers on Facebook. And, and it was all when you made that switch of this is how I'm going to show up, create content, and work smarter, turn into the professional mode, the digital creator mode, and just start publishing a lot of content. And one of the pieces of content that's worked really well for you is your reels or TikToks, your short form videos, that you talk about stacking. So just, just take us through kind of what your idea is or was for these stacking videos. To get traction on social media videos, you need to increase the watch duration, uh, the view duration of that video. And so I've found through like literally thousands of, of tests of uploading thousands of videos that the, the format of content that um, holds the viewer's attention the most is listicle-oriented content. So top three, top five, if you stack these three websites together, it does X, Y, and Z. And so it, it builds upon um, the previous pieces in that video and it constantly hits like dopamine receptors of the individual. So if you go too deep in, in one individual topic, it can do great, 
but it's it's really just for like one specific uh, use case or, or purpose most of the time. And there's always a room for that, of, of course, but if you if you can give people a reason to continue watching to see, oh, what's next? Oh, what's next? That shiny object syndrome really works well in the era of short form content. Uh, attention spans are terrible. Uh, it, you know, it's a reality <laughs> of the world that we live in. Uh, does it suck? Yes. Um, does it change uh, anything? No. So you got to just meet people where they're at and, and create content uh, for those terrible attention spans. And <laughs> listicle-oriented content uh, performs best. And so that's where the original idea came from, is just you know, opening up a video like, if you stack these three websites together, it's going to change your life. And so we have a really strong opening hook, right? <laughs> and then show you know, that website number one, which does X, Y, and Z. And then you come in with a micro hook to re-engage those people and say, but if you stack that with this next website, right? So it re-engages and re-triggers the dopamine receptors to continue watching like, oh, what I, I know one website. Well, what happens if I stack it with this other website? And then same thing uh, um, with, the, with a third website or a fifth website, you know, whatever you have on it. Um, you're giving people a, a use case and, and continuing to hold their intention by piquing their interest and intrigue over and over and over again. And this is a format that really works. I've seen you do it a lot with different AI tools. And you know we're, we're talking here about Facebook and videos and, and all these different things to, to grow online. But AI, like I said during the intro, has been the buzzword of 2023. And there's so many different AI tools out there now. I I've, I've, know you've done a couple pictures, like uh, graphics that you've made of just these are all of the, the paid AI tools. Here's all of the free AI tools. And, you know, some stacking videos. If you stack this AI tool with this AI tool. And now, Austin... You've been deep faking yourself <laughs> as part of these different AI. I mean, yeah. like, it has just been insane to see the way AI has taken over the content creation space this year. So before we get into deep fakes, let's talk a little bit about how AI is really transforming the way that we are creating content and taking care of business in 2023. Yeah, it's such a, a good question. And you know the 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 role of AI, I think, is not to inherently replace people or jobs. I want to say that because you know that's a big like fear mongering thing that's going around. <laughs> um, but it's to en enhance and and speed up and save money on a lot of the tasks that that you do. And um, you know I'll, I'll I'll preface this by saying I don't think AI will take jobs, but I think AI. Uh, or people that that utilize these AI tools will take the jobs of those that do not embrace it, um, and so I just want to have that as a little caveat there. But there, I 100% agree. If you're if you're not embrace, it, it's almost kind of like not having a website, you know, back in 1998 or whatever. If you didn't have a website, you know, back then it was kind of like meh. But now, if you don't, does your business really exist? You might now is the time to learn about these tools and how to embrace. AI for your business. A hundred percent, because you know, all things considered, is we're still so early. Um, we, we, 
we tend to be in these echo chambers online. You know, Katie and I were connected with a lot of the same friends and colleagues on on Facebook, and so we see each other, we see each other's posts, and we're we're in these echo chambers of of people saying, "Oh, you gotta you gotta get on this tool. You gotta do this thing before it's too late. You gotta jump on TikTok before it's too late." The reality here is, it's so early. We're only a year <laughs> and a half into. AI tools being available to the public. Um, this is the new norm. Um, get started with a lot of these tools that there are infinite use cases with to help you content creation and your business because three, five, ten years from now, you're going to be so much further ahead um, and the world is going to change. But, you know, there are I think the best intro AI tool for everybody is ChatGPT. I think it's just undeniable that um, if you have mm -hmm. no idea where to begin, um, just start with ChatGPT. It's it's free. Um, the entry level plan. There are some limitations to it, but uh, by and large, it's it's free and incredibly powerful. You can train it on yourself. Uh, you can you can have it be a, a duplicate version of you, so that you can bounce ideas off of it, and um, and and have it write content for you, uh, have it organize things into spreadsheets for you, um, you know, ask it its its opinion, have it create content. There's so many things that that ChatGPT can do in and of itself that have been incredibly um, helpful and powerful. We're even using it at, uh, a part of our hiring process for syllabi. So we have it trained on um, the questions that we're asking like uh, developers, for instance, and then we're assessing quality scores um, and ChatGPT's taking all of their answers and, um, and cross-referencing it with, with our criteria for our hiring process and giving them scores um, of if we if they think uh, they would be a good match for our team, and we're using that as a as an intermediary qualifier to take them to the next level. Um, ChatGPT can even program uh, and write code uh, for you. Um, but a lot of the other you know websites that that are really helpful in the AI space, uh, Otter AI is one of my absolute favorite uh, tools right now, and. You know, I use the free version of Otter. I don't even pay for it. But what it does is it sits in on your Zoom meetings, your uh, Microsoft Teams or Google Meets, and it, it's like a little personal uh, transcriptionist uh, assistant that, that takes notes of, of the meeting, it transcribes it, it organizes it by people, it sends you an email summary, you can search the transcript later, you can play back specific audio sections of it later. It's, it's an incredible productivity um, tool for me where now I don't have to, I can focus on chatting and speaking with the person. I don't have to take notes anymore because Otter's taking the notes for me. So I can just be entirely present in the call and then reference anything later. Um, and then of course, you know, a shameless plug uh, for content creation. Uh, my tool, Syllabi, has really been based on um, uh, what goes into a video marketing journey. The processes of what are people searching for online, what are the topics that are viral that people are actually asking for in my industry, what do I say in the videos, um, creating content with deep fakes, scheduling it out to all of your social media profiles. We really broke down 
like what go, what does a video marketing agency do as a video marketing agency owner at its highest level? And we turned it into a tool with AI. So that's what Syllabi does. We, we've really built the tool uh, based on repeatable processes so that business owners can um, create content much more streamlined for much more affordable and stay much more consistent um, using one tool instead of using five different tools or hiring an internal marketing uh, division or team or, or hiring an expensive video marketing agency. Like I kind of built the tool to replace my other business. Uh, and, <laughs> and so those are, those are a couple tools that, that come to mind though without going too long-winded of a rant. Because there's so many tools out there. I feel like every, every month there's a new, a new tool and every week there's a new tool. And, you know, you talked about ChatGPT. There's also Google Bard. There's also Claude. Um, you know, all of those are, I kind of feel are the same-ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, ChatGPT is up until 2021. Google is, is timely. I, Claude's been one that's been coming, I, I feel I've seen more of uh, people talking about in my, in my Facebook feed. Do you, what do you think on those three platforms? Is there another one that you like better as far as the, like you said, you're using ChatGPT to help you with like your HR processes. But I mean, is there different perks for each of these platforms that you see versus, a, you know, one one another? Uh, Claude 2 uh, now is um, is from a company called Anthropic. Uh, they're, they're kind of the, the newest version out and it's actually outperforming chat GPT and a lot of information. I think their data set is a lot more recent uh, as well. So I think it goes beyond 2021. I'm not exactly sure the the last captured dates of, of the information for Claude 2. Um, chat GPT was uh, fantastic when they had their uh, web browsing feature built into it. They've uh, discontinued it for the time being, unfortunately, um, because they, like the warning is like they, p- people abused it or something, uh, which I don't understand how. It was only out for like a month. It was incredible. But they have plugins, <laughs> so like you can, um, if you're on the the paid version of ChatGPT, you have the plugins where you can link it to Zapier, you, um, which is incredibly powerful. <laughs> you can link it to all of these third-party um, plugin tools and basically automate ChatGPT with with everything. Um, I think uh, both ChatGPT and Claude are far above Bard right now. Um, while Bard is uh, integrated into Google, and I think the the main benefit and perk of of uh, Bard is is not only that it's um, it's directly within Google, but it's learning as it goes. Uh, from from my understanding of it, so it's it's actually improving in real time, whereas ChatGPT is based on a specific data set. Uh, and until they roll out like GPT-5 or or 4.5 or whatever the next iteration or, or version <laughs> is. Um, the information that it has is set in stone. It's, it's stable. It's still incredibly powerful. Um, but that's one of the benefits. So I think in the long run, BARD could outperform all of them if it performs uh, as it's promised. They all have their own unique use cases. Um, I've also found that BARD uh, lies uh, quite a bit. <laughs> Because we're here, we are saying that AI is great. AI, you know, there's it can help with all these different 
ways of you know, creating content and creating websites and all the things. Robots can lie to us. Talk to us about how we have to be careful with what we believe a computer is telling us. Yeah, so there's been a bunch of um, examples of this. There was a, there was a lawyer, uh, a bit, this was a big story uh, that came out a couple months ago, that a lawyer ran some information through ChatGPT and then just trusted it and presented it in a court case, and it was false information. Uh, <laughs> ChatGPT will do this, as will BARD. I haven't thoroughly tested this with Claude, but um, they will make up information sometimes to justify the answer and be really stubborn uh, and say, no, this is correct. And so you always should validate the information um, through third-party tools. It, it w think of it like this way: like if you're writing a like a blog article in school or or for uh, or a, 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 any any article or anything like that, and you gathered the information from Wikipedia, you should cross-reference that information because anybody can technically edit and add information to a Wikipedia page, and so with all content that's generated by AI, I would absolutely, in any capacity, um, cross-reference it and make sure that it's accurate uh, before you just copy-paste release. Uh, that's just not a good idea uh, with AI. Use it as a tool to save you a lot of that time, but you know it's not gonna be a full-on replacement um, to just copy and paste or copy and present. Uh, that's just not a smart idea at all. Well, and that's been one of the biggest concerns is, oh, AI is going to replace us. I mean, your tool, Syllabi, you know, you're trying to replace our own jobs here, Austin. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but I mean, there's tools out there that are starting to kind of replace certain jobs. Do you think that there is a job that is should be on high alert? And what is it? And then two... Do you think that being a chat GPT kind of expert where you can do these stackings or, or not even chat GPT, an AI expert where you do these different content and website stacking like what you talk about, will that be a job? Uh, yeah, so prompt engineering is already uh, a really high paid job, uh, actually. Um, you can get paid hundreds of dollars an hour uh, right now. Uh, being an expert prompt engineer and being a, a chat GPT expert um, and consultant. So that's an, that's an interesting thing that's, uh, that's starting to come out. I'm even starting to get uh, inquiries of being an AI consultant for implementing AI tools and processes uh, within internal companies as well. So it's a great idea uh, to learn and master um, these tools because the vast majority of people just don't understand like you can you can become a chat gpt basics expert really quickly and and speak on that to individual companies in like tomorrow <laughs> cuz they just don't under they a lot of these older companies uh and older workforces don't understand how to use these tools um especially like government uh, who's like 20, 30 years behind on, on their technological <laughs> processes a lot of the time. But to answer your question, I think data analysis is in trouble. I think um, lawyers, are, a, a lot of lawyers uh, are going to be in trouble 
anybody that like cross-references information is going to be uh, in trouble. I think broad content writers are, are going to have to learn to adapt. So if you're, if you're a blog writer, you're going to have to adapt uh, because these tools are getting really good um, and are mm-hmm. even able to uh, bypass uh, AI detectors now and can automatically write articles that are optimized for SEO with head, uh, headlines, subheadlines, meta descriptions, uh, SEO titles, and, and, and everything um, that passes for human-level writing. Um, and so there will always be individuals and companies that seek it out and say, I want human-realistic articles, but as these tools get more and more advanced, um, I can fool you and say, yes, I will, I will 100% write articles for you and take it to an AI content writer that passes human tests and AI generation detectors and present that to you, and you will not know the difference. Um, I also kind of think uh, how we create content is going to be drastically changed. Um, Yes, technically, I'm I'm one of the people pioneering like AI for video marketing, uh, but it was going to happen anyway. Uh, and so, you know, my perspective on that is, you know, why sit back and wait for AI to um, slowly depreciate my agency uh, and and take away what I do when I see the opportunity here to lead the charge um, and help inspire other people to take the initiative to learn some how to use these tools so that they can enter this new era and not get left behind. That's my perspective on, on all of that. Um, I think in general, well, blue-collar workers are safe, though. I think it's uh, yeah. that was the initial concern <laughs> it, is that AI is going to take over the truck drivers and, the, and, and what... <laughs> nope. You know, uh, no, it's white-collar workers that are, that are most in danger from AI. Anybody that has an online job is going to be impacted. And like you said, you, from video marketing agency, you've kind of been leading the charge with deep faking yourself. And just explain to us quickly here what a deep fake is and how you've been, quote unquote, stacking, deep faking yourself with syllabi and seeing just as good as, if not better than, reach, awareness, and engagement. Yeah, this is uh, this is wild uh, to me. So uh, basically, with about a three-minute video recording of yourself, um, there are really simple public-facing websites and tools that you can submit that footage to, and it creates a, a deep fake or a digital twin or an AI avatar. There's a lot of names for for this software now because deep fake kind of has a negative connotation already. And so they're, they're kind of changing that name. Like even in, in syllabi, we're dubbing it digital twin because um, <laughs> it, it just sounds nicer than deep fake. <laughs> I have four uh, digital twins of myself uh, in different settings, uh, different outfits, um, inside, outside. Um, I've also cloned my voice. So basically uh, what you can do with that then is feed it a script um, and it will uh, have your digital twin have the body mannerisms um, of you and create a video 
of your image, likeness, and voice so that you don't even need to create content um, if you're sick, you're unhappy with how you look that day, uh, you're not feeling in a creative mood, you're low energy, you're on vacation, uh, you're out of town, whatever. Um, I can just feed a script into my deepfakes and, and create, a con uh, create a video um, that looks and sounds like me. And uh, they're not 100% perfect yet if you're really looking for it. So like tonality uh, in the voice is still a little... Definitely. And for, for yours, I'm like, I can tell with the voice on it because I'm like, yeah. he's being... So, it's almost a little bit monotone right. with, with your deep fakes. Yeah. Uh, very professional in your deep, in your <laughs> digital twin videos. You're extremely yeah. professional in those videos, Austin, um, which is great. I mean, but I'm like, I'm not used to seeing <laughs> this. Is, it's like he's like giving a lecture um, in front of like a thousand, you know, students, you know, but you know, it, it definitely is professional. If, if you wanted to have your digital twin yeah. teach something, it's remarkable. Yeah, it's. It's been fascinating. So what I what I've been doing is is testing um, some of my top performing videos, and I'll get into the stack for everybody too. Um, but going back and looking at some of my top performing viral videos uh, across the board, and word for word remaking those videos uh, with entirely with AI uh, as just a complete A/B test of. Um, do I even need to be on camera for videos to perform well if the content is really helpful? And uh, I found the answer is no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need to be on camera. Um, the videos, just like you were saying, uh, perform equally as well and in a few cases better uh, than, than me on camera. Uh, with my deepfake, which I, I don't know if that, uh, I don't know what to think about that <laughs> to some <laughs> degree, but it's, um, and so now I'm, I'm actually actively testing this in different industries uh, as well um, to further test that. So like we have a lot of clients in different industries. And so we're taking some of the scripts um, in, in the behavioral health uh, industry, for instance, that have been proven to, to go viral and, and perform really well um, and passing them through my deep fakes uh, where I don't come across as an expert. I have no expertise in that space, um, but these are proven winning valuable scripts and information. Uh, will it repeat and perform really well? And that's an active test that we've been doing as of this week, and it's been really interesting. And so oh, a, a quick stack for you as well is... Um, so like this is also just a way that I promote Celebi. Uh, but like we, so I got my deepfakes done through a company called HeyGen.com. And there's a couple of these deepfake websites out there. I like HeyGen. Um, so I, cre I used HeyGen to create a deepfake version of myself. And then I used Syllabi to create, uh, to find topics and create video scripts uh, for my social media audience that I feed into those deepfakes. And then I can use repurpose IO to simultaneously post those videos to all of my social media at the same time. And, and so that's, a, that's an example of a, of a three website stack uh, that you can basically take over social media 
without having to create content yourself. It, it, and for all of us that maybe don't want to do video, if we just upload our avatar, create our digital twin, and have excellent content, we're set. We can have video then. Yeah. It is, it is crazy seeing how AI is impacting different industries, different jobs that should be kind of on the lookout, and you know how we can use all these different tools t together. I mean, it's just going to be a matter of time. I'm sure you probably even already do it with, with Zapier, um, some sort of Zap that across all three of these, you know, Austin. Talk to us just a little bit about Syllabi, where we can sign up for it, because I was one of the beta testers for Syllabi. I absolutely loved it. Um, it's a great tool. I'm part of the Facebook group. So talk to us a little bit about Syllabi and if people are like, all right, this sounds like it's next level as far as AI and it's really going to help me with my social media content creation. Yeah, well, well, thank you so much for, uh, for being a, a tester and in the Facebook group. It, it's been an incredible journey. Um, so I, I really wanted to uh, remove every excuse that I've ever heard from a business owner to not create content online. Uh, put simply, social media has changed my life and business for the better, and so I'm just kind of on a personal mission to help uh, change the lives of anybody who's willing to take action uh, as well. And so, you know, what are a lot of the common problems that uh, a business owner faces that prevent them from creating content on social media? What topics do I create? Um, you know, knowing that you need to create content, but you have no idea what your customers are actually searching for online. What, uh, what do I say in the videos so that they perform really well? Um, I don't like being on camera uh, for X, Y, and Z reason. Um, I don't have the time uh, to shoot. Uh, I need help staying consistent and organized because consistency is the key to success in everything on, and online. And I don't have the uh, budget to hire an internal staff member or hire a, a marketing agency to do all of this for us. And so we took all of those uh, uh, excuses, if you will, and streamlined it into what is syllabi. So upon signing up for Syllabi, uh, which you can um, sign up at syllabi.io, it's S-Y-L-L-A-B-Y.io, um, uh, you just type in a keyword or, or a service that you offer, anything related to your business, and it's going to show you the top questions that people are searching for online around that keyword service thing that you offer um, with data to back it up as well. So you can see how many people are searching for that information, how competitive it is, how much people are bidding on that uh, term for, for Google search ads, so you can see how valuable it is to create content for that. Then you can create uh, video scripts for short form or for long form YouTube videos uh, around that, uh, that question. Um, uh, and you can choose the tonality and customize it and personalize it as well. Um, and then you can create uh, a digital, or use one of our digital avatars uh, that we have in there. Um, so we don't have the ability currently to deepfake yourself. Uh, we are working on that, just a little teaser for everybody. But we have a set of, I think, about 15 um, avatars in there that you can use. Uh, think of it as like a spokesperson uh, for your brand. They look and sound like a real human. Uh, they will take that script and it will create a video for you. 
um, uh, where it reads that script and, and, uh, and, and creates that content. Uh, and then we have a consistency tracker and content calendar on there where you can organize the schedule of all of your social media. Uh, you can mark as complete when you've posted and uploaded that video it's to sort of gamify it so you can stay a little bit consistent uh, with it. And then some immediate features that we're working on uh, as well is, uh, is a video editor uh, within Syllabi and direct social media scheduling uh, to all of your social media profiles. Uh, so basically you won't need to stack several tools. You'll be able to run the entire process all within Syllabi. We've had about 15,000 uh, people uh, start free trials uh, so far uh, and it's been, uh, it's been amazing uh, to see the, the traction and, and the growth and, and how it's actually helping a lot of people overcome a lot of those problems so that they can focus more on doing what they love and, um, and just create really helpful content on the questions that their customers or prospective customers have. I absolutely love it. So be sure to go to syllabi.io. It's a great tool. I mean, there's digital avatars. I mean, the, all the things are there. Uh, but if you still want to hire out a marketing agency, get in touch with me or Austin. And, uh, you know, but if you're looking for a great way to remain consistent and just start creating more content, syllabi.io, it is the way to go. I'll include a note here in the show notes or a, a link here in the show notes. So be sure to check it out. Austin, thank you so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing. Once again, it's always a pleasure to sit down and, and talk latest trends with you from Facebook to deep fakes to all the things. I really appreciate your time today. Absolutely. I hope it was helpful for all the listeners. Katie, it's always a pleasure to, to chat with you. I can't wait till we do it again. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.